When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply wherever you get your audio podcast just search ffsn that's rather cavalier give us a five-star rating on apple and spotify also check out our cast shorts on the know it all's youtube channel now let's get to it Cleveland Cavalier Nation, thanks for joining us for another episode of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tate Boy Fresh, sitting along here with my homies, Big G, my little fella, Big G. So we call him the oxymoron also because he's Big G, but he's also my little fella. (laughs) And my true little fella, my main man, Relly Hall. What's happening, fellas? Man, what's what's cracking lacking tape, man? What's up, Relly? Man, it's good to be in the building with the triple the triple threat this evening, man. With the that's rather Cavaliers podcast. We have broken two different squads for the summer, and you know we're back together as we doing this countdown thing for the NBA. So for sure, for sure, it's good to be here. It's not that long away, Relly. What's happening, man? Nothing much. I'm motivated, tired, all in the same same thing. Combining one and tired, motivated and tired. Really, really, you know what they call that in my day, man? The, what they call the that? Best of time, the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. <laughs> That's what we at, man. The best of times and the worst of times at the you same know, time. Since, since since you're my little fella, Big G, you know what they called that in my day? What's that? Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day, baby. <laughs> Hump day, for sure. I mean, you know, you tired because you're halfway through the work week. Yeah. You know, you motivated because Friday right around the corner. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It's a whole yes, bunch sir. of positive, but you you still sitting on Wednesday with two two days to go for sure. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, bro. But fellas, what's up? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn the background music down just a little bit. Um, but I want to talk about what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about. I mean, it's kind of you know it's, it's it's dead season right now, right? I mean. Preseason's on the way. Off-season business is kind of done. Yeah. But what I want to know from you guys, not answer myself when it gets to me. Really, you go first. Tell us about your Cleveland Cavalier fandom, man. When did it start? What's what's one of your favorite Cleveland Cavalier memories? Who's your all-time favorite player besides LeBron James? (laughs) Okay. So for the moment. I'm 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 even gonna do one that's most recent because I actually uh <laughs> it's, it's funny because I had I had a fan do a bet on it on the uh on a Donovan Mitchell when he scored 70. Oh. Um <laughs> funny story, like before before that night in, I kind of figured like I had a feeling he would go off. I just didn't think he was gonna go off like 50. But yeah. I was I had I had for some reason I was gonna pit the like over on 40. 
But I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do over 20 because you know how to bet Nas is. And then I'm watching the game. I'm like, man, this dude, Don, is really (laughs) – he locked in. He really locked in. And that was a fun game to watch. Like, you can see the fans. They was excited. My brother ended up going to that game too. So, it was like I got a lot of personal pictures from it. But it was just an exciting atmosphere that I will always remember. Now, in terms of favorite player, <laughs> weirdly enough, well, I have two. One is one player that y'all no, might no, not. No, 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 no. You jumped. You didn't tell us when you became a Cavs fan and how. Oh, a Cavs fan? Oh, that's oh, that's oh, that's easy. I didn't even know I I jumped that question, but I became a Cavs fan. Honestly, <laughs> really, when I got my first first pair of bronze, honestly, Ooh. which was probably. In 04, 04, 05, um, <laughs> I remember right before I was going to the Boys and Girls Club, that was like my birthday gift was those bronze, and I was ecstatic getting them. Um, and that kind of made me look closely, more close, pay more attention to the cast because my dad was always watching it. Like, he, huge cast fan. Um, <laughs> he would always kind of argue, like, how, <laughs> how even in that era, it wasn't as aggressive as... No, the era he would watch. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> but, that, it wasn't that 80s, 90s ball for sure. <laughs> so I kind of started falling in love with it then. I would see like the um he showed me like the table like when they had the all-star game. Um, so I watched that slam dunk contest and all that stuff, and it just kind of just stacked up for me. Um, and then I was just I was just a locked in Cavs fan. Um but my favorite player. Outside of, <laughs> and and I say this just because I was naive then, but my favorite player, because I for some reason I thought he was a lot better than what he was, was Daniel Gibson. Oh, you like <laughs> Ooh, Hey, that's yeah. that's real. That's I, real, really. I, I thought he was a lot Green better. Really, nephew, I thought really he was better. <laughs> I mean, he got he got Keisha Cole. Uh, yeah, then he lost her. <laughs> 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 He, he had a dub. He had a dub. Then he took an L. Yeah, he took a huge <laughs> yeah. L. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's uh, he, he's one of the he's one of the the, the coaches for the Cavs now. Yeah, yeah. He's um special assistant. Yeah, special yep. assistant. But he works with the uh, development, one of the developmental coaches and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, for sure, for sure. So, so you became a fan back in like oh four oh five. So you. You've been a fan ever since Braun been in the league. Yeah. Which also might show a little bit why I really like, you know, I was a fan of Braun and that kind of like kind of, but then at the same time when Braun left, weirdly enough, that's when I became, I wasn't really a Braun fan. Like it was just once he, like I was just a Cavs fan. So oh, it, really? so it kind of opened the door. Cause I'm like, cause now I'm like, when he left, I'm like maybe what seven. Yeah, eight when he left, so wasn't like one of those Clevelanders that burned their jersey and all that stuff. I, I wasn't gonna do that. Mama wasn't gonna let me do all yeah, that. You but weren't allowed to play with yeah, five. That's, yeah. Oh no. oh no, 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 no. We ain't we ain't messing up. That jersey was too expensive. No, 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 no. Big G. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Really, just say he was eight years old when Braun left. Mm-hmm. That he made me feel real old, dog. That's crazy, man. You got yeah. kids older than Relly, Big G. Sure do. I got at least two. At least two that got him. For sure, for sure. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, so, um, Relly, man, you know, it's a good thing you stuck with the Cavs all along because 
Big G's got some controversial stuff when it comes to becoming a jazz fan. <laughs> you know, I for those that know, you know, I don't I don't know who knows and who doesn't, you know, out there in podcast land. I was a you know, I, I'm I'm approaching past, you know, the 50 years old. I'm I'm moving up past those years. And for about 40 years of my life, I was a diehard New York Knicks fan, Knicks fan. Maybe 40 more. You know, I I love the New York Knicks. I loved everything about the New York Knicks. Um, I wanted to be a New York Knick. <laughs> My dream was to be, be actual player for the Knicks, but I was never really that good, that good at basketball. I was decent. I made a couple of high school teams, but I wasn't super boss like that, you know. But growing up, I just, the Knicks met my temperament. Pat Riley coached for him, and they had Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing and a couple of guys I don't really want to talk about, but I got to mention one. A John Starks, aka the hit still out on you, bro, for costing us the championship. You know, I, I was I, I I love the Knicks. That was my team, you know. And I I rock with them all through the good days and the bad days when, when we we're just horrible. And then when we got Carmelo, I was talking mess. But because I'm from Ohio, I always had like admiration and love for LeBron James. You know, I would talk that mess about LeBron and I was like, this dude is a freak of nature, man. They, they don't make these things, you know? And then I saw him come in and I'll never forget when I just knew for sure he was the guy is when I saw him score all in points against Detroit in the fourth quarter. I think he got like 25 or 28 straight points. He destroyed Detroit and they went on and went to the championship and I was like, oh man, this dude is unbelievable. You know, so I always kept my eye on Cleveland, but I was rocking with the Knicks, especially because we're in the East Coast, right? So somewhere a year ago, because this last season was my first season as a full-fledged Cavs fan, right? Mm -hmm. But somewhere right before when the, before the season started, man, I was hinging my bets. I was back and forth between the, if I was going to rock with the Detroit Pistons or, you know, all whatever else. And me and Tate Boy Fresh had a conversation. And Tate said, man, you need to come home, man, and rock with the Cavs because the Cavs – are actually a good team. So Big G's flavor is, I just ain't going to ride with you to ride with you. I'm going to do some checking them out. You know, and I went in and I looked at Darius Garland as a basketball player. I looked at Mobley as a basketball player. I looked at, I like Bickerstaff as a coach. And I was like, man, these young fellas is doing something, man. So it just so happened, like once I said, hey, I'm down with the Cavs, it wasn't too long after that that Donovan Mitchell got traded to Cleveland. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm really 100% in now. And so I've been rocking hard with him ever since. And I, you know, it, it, I it's it's a better feeling to know that your team ain't gonna lose, you know, so so and they can win and they got an opportunity to win. So that's why I'm rocking with the with the Cleveland Cavaliers for sure, for sure. The 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 irony of the Cavs getting put out by the Knicks this year. Yeah. I don't know if potentially you brought bad juju over here. Could have. <laughs> Could have, but I'm still rocking with the Cavs for sure, man. Yeah. So who, who's your well, what's what, what's the Cav moment, and who's your who, who who's your favorite player? Man, mom put we, that old ugly John Starks up there when John. As, Starks as we look at the an image of John Starks punching it on money, right? My my favorite Cavs player right now for sure is Mobley. I like Mobley. I like the potential of Mobley. I think that Mobley can definitely level up this season and become. You know the perennial all-star that we all think and believe but i just like the Cavs team as, as a whole you know I, I all back in the day believe it or not one of my favorite players in the league was john hot rod williams i always wanted him to get traded to the knicks because i thought that he was the missing piece you know we had charles smith that was trash 
We had Anthony Mason at the other four, and I was like, man, just trade and get Hot Rod. He can knock down that jumper, and we're going to win the chip. But it never came to fruition, man. So I, back in the day, I like Hot Rod Williams for sure, and I always wanted him to come and play for the Cavs, man. Okay. Well, let me let me real quick get into mind. I got a couple catchers, and we're going to finish out with the preseason schedule. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the uh, in-season tournament. Yeah. But so – Originally, my first basketball love, because I'm old, I'm old enough to tell you guys all this, was my first favorite team was the 1983 Philadelphia 76ers. Fo, fo, fo. <laughs> fo, that's fo, Mo, fo. that's Moses. Yeah, fo, fo, fo. Moses Malone. See, we we talking on a rally head right now, but rally yeah. bear with us. Yeah. While we while 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 we just give you the game. Yeah. So. 83 Philadelphia 76ers, Moses Malone, Dr. J, Maurice Cheeks, Andrew Tony, Bobby Jones, yeah. Clement Johnson off the bench. I mean, that was a that was a great that's one of the best NBA teams. They don't get enough credit because other teams won won more in a in a, in a in like a five five season period. Yeah. They won two or three in a row. But yeah. team for team, one team, one season, that's one of your best teams all time. Yeah, got to be top three for sure, without a doubt. I'll take them in a battle against team. anybody. Yeah, for sure. So that was my team, but then, but then Dr. J retired, and this now keep in mind this Cleveland Cavaliers, Phil Hubbard, World Be Free, Roy Henson. Yeah, like, you know the Cavs weren't very good, <laughs> but they was the home team. So I kind of kept my side eye on them or root for them, but it was nothing to root for because they won. They won going into the postseason, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So let's let's let us let us fast forward a little bit to say nine nineteen eighty eight eighty nine. Mm. I'm 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 a Cavs fan. Yeah. But 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 they can't get by they can't get by Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Mm. You know what I mean? Now they got they traded Roy Henson for for Brad Doherty. They got Mark Price. They got young Ron Harper. Yeah, they got Hot Rod John Williams, who Big G just mentioned. Yeah. Larry Nance Senior. Yeah, um, Lenny Wilkins was the coach. Yep, great team, but they couldn't get by by money by money Mike. So I, you know, I was rooting for him, but I knew they were never going to beat Mike because they just couldn't. Then Pat Riley goes from the Lakers to New York. Yeah, and he had he develops a team that. Like much like the Detroit Pistons, they kept Mike from getting there. Once Mike got there, the Knicks was the team that was going to be the team to, to take him down. Yeah, how they were built. Pat Riley played a tough style, physical. You got Charles Oakley, you got Patrick Ewing, Anthony Mason, Starks, Chris Childs, Charlie Ward, and I was I was a Knicks. So I was rooting for the Knicks because I wanted Mike to lose. I never I never really rooted for the Bulls. Me neither. The Cavs couldn't get them. So around this time, this when the the Cavs still got an old Mark Price, Brad Doherty, but they transitioned into, you know, Ilgoskis, Sean Kemp, Terrell Brandon, yeah, Bobby Fields, yeah, some of those teams in the mid to late nineties. Yep. And so I'm still rooting for the Cavs with my side eye, but we ain't doing much. Mike Fratello was the coach, but then. When that young man came home, yeah, LBJ, LBJ, yeah, Ohio's very own in two thousand three, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. It was all over, man. Yeah, 
like Cavs, no side eye no more. No room from afar because I know y'all ain't gonna do nothing. Oh, this 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 my squad 100 100 mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh stuck with him. The big moment I remember in LeBron's early years was that three-pointer against Orlando. Yep. They lost Remember that series. It. I think that was the Eastern Conference semifinals in 09. Yep. And when LeBron took his talents to South Beach, unlike Relly, I was old enough to burn a jersey. <laughs> you burn it up, Tate. You <laughs> fire. Fire yeah. torch. But no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Good money. I didn't, burn. Bro, I didn't burn up no jersey, though, but I felt like that. But you know what I did then? Mm. I still drew for the Cavs. I love watching the young Kyrie. That them, some of them teams was terrible with our uh, Candace Parker's Parker's brother, whatever his name was. Yeah. And 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 uh so 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 Mardo Samuels. Them <laughs> teams was them teams was garbage. Yeah. Basement dwellers. <laughs> <laughs> and they was think they won by like one by like about 18, 20 games or something. Yeah. But yeah. uh so LeBron went to Miami, and you know, the cast still was my team. I didn't left. I like the young Ty Kyrie, I like the young players. A wild thing, Anderson Bears out, but I was always rooting for the Boston Celtics. Uh. I was just rooting the year before for Cleveland to beat Boston. We could do it, LeBron. And then that didn't happen, and he left. So I started rooting for Boston to beat Miami Heat. I felt like Miami Heat was the only ones in the East that had a legitimate chance at beating Miami. He was hating on Braun. <laughs> hating on Braun, big time. Yeah. yeah. When he came back home, though, I never left Cleveland. But when he came back home, I had a friend of mine send me a text talking about, oh, LeBron's coming back. I said, wait, wait, wait. Ain't you a Pacer fan? I said, let us have our moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so I've been a Cleveland fan the majority of the last 35 years. Yeah. Since I was a teenager. Yeah. I mean, you know, now that, I, mean, I, was, I was cheating on Cleveland. You know, yeah. we got we got we, we got Pat Riley and Knicks up in there. You know, then then we had we had Philly early, then we got Boston up in there late, but Cleveland's been the overriding number one team in my NBA fandom for the majority of my of my life thus far. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like sure. I said, that that my favorite player, last thing on, on this on this topic, my favorite player. It has to would have to be man. It's so so easy. Man, I want to pick somebody like you pick Big G, Hot Rod Williams, Relly pick man, Relly pick Booby Gibson. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me pick somebody on lower on the scale than who I was going to pick. <laughs> oh, and LeBron is easy. You know that's an easy pick. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm picking somebody that's tough that I think was a factor, and you know I, my my easy answer would be Kyrie Irving, but my. My tough answer just because of what he brought to the team. Yeah. In a time where LeBron was young and they needed it, Ben Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a good pickup for the Cavs, man. Without a doubt, yeah. man. I like Ben yeah. Wallace. I think I think he taught Bron a lot. That's back when Paul Silas was coaching. They didn't really have good offensive talent, but it wasn't the offensive league then. But yes, I'm gonna roll with Ben Wallace. I said this shot against Orlando would be one of my plays. It just always sticks out in my mind, even though they lost that series. And uh, yeah, so you, what, what, what do you guys think? We good? We can we can go to break and come back. Yeah, go ahead, sure. I got, 
I got a question to ask you guys when we come back from break. And this is going to be a, a touchy subject question, but I got a question to ask for sure. So let's take the break and come on back. Okay. If, yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. We'll be right back. If you're listening on audio, we got to pay some bills. Listen to these couple ads. We'll be right back. Thanks for coming back and staying with us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tate Boy Fresh, along with Big G and Relly Hall. Before we went to break, Big G said he had a question for us. Sounds like it's going to be a tough one. What's up, Big G? This is a spicy one. This is a spicy, spicy Big G burner type question, man. LeBron James, is he a better Laker, Heat, or Cav player? Which one is the best LeBron James? Because we take me and you and Relly all rock with him. We always show IO. We always IO boys. So we rocking with him all day and night. But which way is LeBron? To me, LeBron's the GOAT. But which way is he that guy, man? I need y'all to tell me which one y'all like. Because I got my opinion. I'll, and it I'll, don't matter I'll, whoever go first. I'll, I'll defer to Relly because he he actually did a short on this. So let's listen to Relly, see what he got to say. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna even I, I know you got to take the bias away right yeah I'm I have to take the Cleveland run as the best Bron but at the same time I would understand somebody debating the Miami Heat run though too because as no matter what you say like if you take a bias aside and you just really talk about impact and how how dangerous he was as a player all around player on the defensive end and on the offensive end that may have been the scariest lebron we've ever saw mm-hmm. right like that was a year he got it he got an mvp um he could have arguably got defensive player of the year in that tenure with miami um he was as dangerous and then of course in cleveland he came back 3-1 with Kyrie and Kate love jr smith and amon and, you know, that will always be remembered for me because, you know, you think of an organization like Cleveland that had never won a championship before that. Yeah. And to be honest, wasn't even close to even getting one before that one. Um, and you just think of, like, the story of it, the start, the finish. I think when you factor that in, you have to say that's the the most – that will be what LeBron James will forever be remembered by. Yeah. But – but I would understand if somebody say, hey, you got to look at that impact from LeBron in Miami. But 3-1 Bron, Prod jerseys, I will always remember Bron for that. Yeah. The block? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the block to win the chip. <laughs> Take Boy Fresh, who you got, man? Which dude, man? I mean, there's a lot going on in this picture, man. Hey, hey, Riley. Uh-huh? What's my nickname? <laughs> Uncle Tate. All right, man. Sit down and listen to your uncle, man. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your uncle not going to tell you wrong. Um, I'm all ears. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, though. And it's, it's relatively easy. You got to go with Cleveland, Bron. Huh. I mean, just because the majority, over half of his career is in Cleveland. Yeah. How many how many championships he go to in Miami? Yeah, he went to two. three. He went to three. Oh, he, and he, won went, two. Yeah. he won two. Yeah. He went to four. The four. He went to four yeah, and lost. Right. He lost San Antonio and Dallas. Absolutely. Yep. How many championships does Bron go to in Cleveland? Oh, four. What the? Mm, 
Yeah, then he had is... that long run because he he played Golden State, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, San like four Antonio, times. He went to San Antonio early, Golden State three times, so he's went to four. Yeah. Yep. No, because I think yep. every time he went, yeah, it was Golden State. San, yep. San Antonio early is one, Golden State four times. So he went to five. Five in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And then with the Lakers, he the Lakers had made the playoffs the previous five years. Even with the great Kobe Bryant, they had yeah. made the playoffs. Yeah, agree. LeBron come get him to the playoffs year two, just like year two in Miami, he won the chip. That first year he lost to Dallas, and to me that's the only real blemish on LeBron's record losing to Dallas. Yeah, the agree. only real blemish is that one. Agree. He takes the Lakers to the playoffs his first year. He gets hurt towards the end of the season, but he still took him to the playoffs. Yeah. That second year, in the bubble, and the bubble probably helped Brian and AD. They got lots of good rest. But the second year in LA, he takes him to the chip. Yeah. This past year, he takes him to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So, what I think is the best leader leadership LeBron yeah. and, and winning mentality LeBron plays for the Lakers. Oh. Really? Oh. The best, the best athletic LeBron, LeBron in his athletic prime played for the Miami Heat. Oh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers early, you gotta you gotta beast LeBron athletically, but he hadn't got his grown man on yet. Yeah, when when he left to go to Miami, he was like twenty five. Yeah, so he was just coming into his into that into that uh, peak athleticism when he went to Miami. Yeah, but when he came back. He's the best of both. You got the middle guy. You got the guy that was in Miami that was a freak, that was a beast. And you got the guy that learned to be a leader in Miami that would later be a better leader in L.A. So, man, LeBron, the only dude to average 25, 8, and 8 for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he did that 11 years for the Cavs. So I really got to go with the Cavs, man, where LeBron, the best LeBron LeBron going to the Hall of Fame is like football. You pick who you who you want to go in as. Yeah. He going in as a cat. I, I don't. I don't Tate. I agree one hundred fifty percent with what you said, man. I I started some chatter and some mess on Facebook, and if you can go to the Know It Alls page and check out what I put up the other day about LeBron James at age seventeen, at age twenty seven, and age thirty seven. At age 17, the boy averaged 28 points per game. At age 27, he averaged 27.1. At age 37, he averaged 28.7. He averaged eight rebounds a game at 17, 7.9 rebounds a game at 27, and 7.4 at 37. He averaged six assists a game at 17, 6.2 assists a game at uh, 27, and 6.6 a game at, at 37. LeBron James has never fell off the cliff. So that's why, I mean, when, when folks talk that yak and talk that mess about <laughs> goat this and goat that and who's this, the dude ain't fell off the cliff, bro. When when are you gonna when are you understanding that this guy has never had any downtime? He's always been the same player he was. His his game changed because he evolved as a player. But at 17, 18 years old, this is the same guy that's still playing right now, who's almost 40. And he's still banging dudes for buckets, man. So LeBron top, James is, is GOAT for me, you know. He's all-time leading scorers, top five in assists, top 20 yeah. in rebounds. Yeah. He's been the count, was it was it 10, 10 finals? Yeah. Yeah. 10 NBA finals, uh, 13 NBA conference finals. Yeah. 
I mean, so yeah, man. I think I mean I get it, man. I grew up on Mike Jordan too, and that's my dude, man. I used to love money. I didn't root for him, yeah. But because my favorite player back then was Magic, but I had all kind yeah. of love for money. Yeah. I got the I got the Jordan ones, Christmas nineteen eighty five. That's kind of OG I am, really. Yeah. <laughs> Tate, Tate, I, I was with you. I, did you get yours in Fort Wayne, Indiana? My mom got them for me. I don't know where she got them from. Yeah, I, we couldn't buy them in Lima. I went to the Lima Mall trying to get them. <laughs> Nank, Nank. I had to go with my cousin. My cousin, rest in peace, Mike Newby, him and his family. We drove all the way to Fort Wayne, Indiana to go to the Glenbrook Mall and get a pair of them monies, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. When 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 you got your first Jordan rallies, what what was they like the nineteens? Oh no, nineteens. Jordan nineteen. You you probably was was a little baby wearing little baby Jordans. Yeah, I probably was though. But <laughs> no, but That's my ordinaries. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> I will say the first Jordan I ever uh, got was the Jordan ones though. Was uh Ooh. was um was the bread colorway. So the black, red, and uh white yeah. um and then the second one was the uh was the jordanons yeah yeah i still i still to this day got a pair of jordan jordan threes pair of jordan fours and a pair of jordan sixes to this day i still to this Ooh. day i got the i got the all red 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 and blue colorway of the jordan four with the silver i mean with the gold jordan emblem on the back I, I got the Jordan threes, the original color. Ooh, Look at oh, Tate yeah. Boy Fresh with them ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. So I, I, you know, I even though I love LeBron, because I got two, clean. I got I got two, three pair of LeBrons up in the closet too. But them Jordanaries, man, did something different. But I still say, and my guy is LBJ. He's the guy, <laughs> you know. So so you know, that's just me. He's the guy. But we well, we need to do a show about old classic basketball shoes we do we really do we really i think that'll be so but hey we're gonna get out of here we're at the half hour mark um i just real quick want to talk about or let everybody know the cash preseason schedule is out yep they got four games they play uh october 10th they play the atlanta hawks in atlanta Yep. On the 12th of October, they play Orlando Magic in Orlando. Yep. Then they they play. I believe this game is in uh is it in Vegas? Yeah, it is. It is in Vegas. They play they, they play Ma, 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 Makai Ra, Ra, Raanen. I believe, I believe yeah. it's a it's a, it's, it's a uh, a team from Spain, professional yeah. team from Spain. Yeah, NBA is trying to grow the, grow the brand. Yeah, and then they finish at home. The last preseason game is October twentieth against the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. So, what do you guys think, real quick, about the preseason? What are we looking for? Does it do? Do you want to create that 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 winning mentality early, or you just want to see some guys tweak some things, work on some things? It don't matter if you win. I, I think winning is a culture. And I think the earlier that the Cavs start winning, the better off they're going to be. Now, do I expect the starters to play a whole bunch of extended minutes in the preseason? Nah, because we got a long road. 82 games is a long road, though. You know, just regular season. But however, you have to build chemistry with culture as far as the Cavs is concerned. 
So I think that this is time for the young players to step in the shoulder that they're leaders and bring some of them younger fellas that I think is going to be pivotal for us to get through this 82-game schedule. Okay, a guy like Imani Bates, let's see how he rocks out with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland on the floor at the same time. You know, so I think that's... So you want, you want, to, you want to see some of the young guys be used so you know if you can't use them during the season. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's get a look where we get Mobley at center and, and play fast. I want to see that too, man. You were Strauss and Imani Bates and Mitchell and Garland on the field. Let, let me, I'm on the court. Let me see that go down, bro. You know, because I think over over time, you guys know we're basketball fans. We know the grind is for real, bro. And so, you know, you might have a period or a point in a season where some of these bench guys has got to play extended minutes. So I want to see Jerome get some tick too because I want to see how he handles the pressure coming in as the backup point guard. So that's that's just what I want to see do you, early do on you, with the Cavs. You bring Craig Porter Jr. up and throw him in the fire right away too? Right now. I think I mean, you're going to get baptized by fire with this, man. You have to be. Because because if if not, we need to know now, can you play? If not, we need to make a trade. We need to make a move and bring in another player that's going to solidify that bench for us, man. So let's bring him up and see if he can rock out. If he does, and he does what the Cavs do and what we like, he keeps playing, you know? Yeah. Relly, you got anything? Go, go ahead and say whatever you got to say to close out, Relly, and take <laughs> us home. Take us out of here. I'm going to say Big G couldn't have said it any better <laughs> because, and even you touched on this, Tate, on previous podcasts, like the Cavs clock is ticking now, right? So this will be the time where JB Bickerstaff, he's been hearing the rumors, he's been hearing the chatter, how we've been saying he's a he's not good on rotations, he's not good at setting plays in the close, he's not good at making sure his guys is understanding the assignment. This will be the start of it. Like Big G said, try some new lineups, run some big ball, run some small ball, pit mm-hmm. Imani base at the power four, pit Evan Mobley at the center. Let's yeah. see. Because right now, we're not talking about getting into a five-game series in the first round. That's not right. what we care about. We're right. trying to get deep runs in the East. The East, yes, is tough, but the teams we're looking at that's, that's real challengers is the only one is truly Milwaukee, if yeah. you really want to be honest. And if we have another season where it's lackluster and we're not running plays, we're not running good sets because this is supposed to be the team that we paid money for. We we iced out Karis LeVert. We iced out Max. Eh, We have a lackluster season after what we just did that previous playoff season. Um, It's a lot of things like Big G said is going is going to move. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. A, 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 a second round exit is a failure, and a second round exit ain't good enough to keep Diamond Mitchell. Nope. Nope. So I think they got to at least go to the conference final, make some noise, be competitive. They don't got to win the chip. They can be knocking on the door, but they got to definitely surpass how they finished last season. Yeah, agreed. Because all the teams you. in the East right now is shaky. Like yeah. Boston, they. They lost a leader in Marcus Smart. KP might be uh might be hurt now with the uh the um the foot. Yeah. Uh, 76ers, they're going through their situation. Like even if they keep James Harden, they're clocked out already. Harden so, is out of there, bro. Really, he called really, that dude really, a liar. Really, <laughs> really, really got a good podcast that dropped. Check it out, talking about the effects of the the drama, the James Harden drama in Philly and how it could affect the Cavaliers this yeah. season. Yeah. Good, good job with that, really. I much yeah. appreciate it. You know, I try sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, uncle, 
Uncle Tay kind of give nephew Relly assignment, <laughs> and, you, and you jump all over to kill it, man. That's right. That's right, for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, we at the 35 minute mark. Relly, go ahead and take us out. Say everything you guys say. Like, follow, subscribe, whatever you say. Take us home, and we're going to get out. Oh, you said me? Oh, oh yeah. I my, can my, do that. My, my, my bad nephew. Oh, my, oh, my bad. Yeah. So, with all that further ado, I need y'all to make sure y'all go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever you can find some podcasts. I need you to go ahead and follow us because we are on the wave. We got Big G, we got Uncle Tate, and we got amazing content on the way. Why not follow That's Rather Cavaliers? I need you to go ahead and finish that, man. Follow that. Definitely. And we, I mean, we, we trying to get up there with Locked On Cavs and the Chase Down Podcast. Um, Are we coming. I feel like we yeah. just as good, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying don't watch them. I'm saying watch us too. Yeah, for sure. Great content, great crew. I think we're going to rock it out for sure, for sure. Fella, I'm gonna, fellas, I'm going to do it my traditional way and take us home. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.